From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, atmospheric science graduate and skywarn storm spotter Brady Harris, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn storm spotter and chaser Phil Johnson. Hey everybody, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, If you're a first-time listener, do us a favor. First off, thanks for joining us, Uh, but go to stormfrontfreaks.com. You can access our library of previous shows and exciting guests from the weather industry. Uh, We've had guests like ABC's Ginger Z, uh, the Weather Channel's Jen Carfagno. We're a couple of them here just in uh, this past year, but tonight we're recording episode 69, and as a late Christmas gift, we have got meteorologist and two-time last ninja standing on NBC's American Ninja Warrior. It's Joe Morofsky is with us tonight, Joe. So thanks for joining us. All right. Uh, and as always, we'll be having some fun with Joe in our lightning round, as well as sharing some WX resources and funny weather memes. Uh, but before we get to all of that, a couple things. First, thanks to everybody who participated in our five weeks of Christmas giveaways. Uh, we gave away, listen to this, we gave away 11 weather-related products uh, totaling over $1,000 in retail value. And we reviewed all these in episode 66 of our holiday weather shopping extravaganza. Uh, but I want to say a special thanks to our partners, uh, Accurite, Kestrel, Weatherman Umbrellas, GPX, Alertworks, Echo Charlie One, Midland, and Sangian. We're all uh, partners there and, and helped us out. So I want to uh, thank that group of folks. Uh, but hey, let's go ahead and introduce the team. It's always happy hour when we record. Uh, it's a great way to introduce the voices of our co-hosts as well as kind of let you know this is always a fun, laid-back uh, show. We invite you to, to pony up to the bar and have a drink with us as well. But MJ, up in Minnesota, you're getting some weather up there tonight, but what are you drinking? Uh, well, the holidays took a bit of a toll on me, so tonight I'm drinking some light lemonade, actually. Yeah. Wow. And I hear there's another one coming around in a couple of days, so... Good. All right, light lemonade. We're off to a good start. All right, Maz, uh, what are you drinking? Well, I broke open the Colonel Taylor last night, which was awesome, by the way. So tonight we're going lighter. Absolutely, Mick Ultra tonight. There you so, go. So uh, following in the MJ. Did, did you schedule. finish? You finished the Colonel Taylor? Oh heck no! Oh heck no! Okay, just, just on the rocks, hundred proof. It's awesome, by the way. Interesting. All right. Well, Matt, since we're on you, I'm going to leave it to you to actually go ahead and give uh, our guest a nice introduction. All right. Joe, very cool that he's on here for tonight. Famous for competing in the finals of season five through 10 of NBC's American Ninja Warrior and being the last standing twice. Hmm. The obstacle course expert is also notable for his work as a weather forecaster. Joe studied meteorology at Western Connecticut State University. Welcome, Joe. Awesome. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. So so what what's taking most of your time right now? Is it meteorology? Is it training? Is it what what's what's happening? You know, it's really split between everything at this point. You know, I have two kids here at home, uh, a wife, of course, and you know, between that and training, preparing for next season, uh, it takes a lot of time, a lot of sacrifice as well. And obviously to answer maybe the most important question, 
uh, what's going on with the weather. Uh, people ask me that all the time because, you know, from Connecticut, a lot of mm -hmm. people watch Connecticut news, obviously. It's a pretty good market. And, um, you know, they're like, where are you? You know, we don't see you on air. And well, the thing is, I'm a freelance, so I fill in. I've always had that um, uh, employment status, I guess we'll call it. Um, and I don't want to go full time because I'm 29 years old, turning 30 in a few short months. And there's no going back from that. So I don't want to really use this time to focus on weather. You know, I know I can go back to it at 45. I really want to. But, you know, this this show has opened so many doors for me that I'm just keeping my foot in the door with the meteorology because obviously there's two, two big reasons. One, I love it. I don't want to ever get away from it because it's just it was my first uh, passion, really, which is kind of funny. Who would say that? You know, looking back, I'm like, wow, really? I was such a nerd. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But um, and, you know, it's it's just something I never really want to let go um, because of that. And so. Um, I'm not doing it for really any other reason, just the fact that I love it so much. And the same thing goes with Ninja Warrior. Um, and I've been doing it for six seasons and I love it so much. I don't want to let it go. And even though my feelings about the show have changed, uh, year to year. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, first year I really came out to try to be the first American Ninja Warrior. And once that happened, you know, your reasons change. And I like to say this a lot, you know, your why has to be. Uh, worth it, you know, if you're going to be successful out there. But, you know, we'll get into this, um, you know, I'm sure in a little bit. Um, but that's so, where I'm at. So would you say, did you say, Joe, it's, it's split 50-50 or as far as your time? I would say, um, hmm, I would say maybe 45% family, 45% ninja, 10% weather. Okay. So how often are you on the air a month, I guess, uh, or it's is it seasonal? It, it's seasonal it really is the winter okay. time the winter months definitely more uh, uh but i can tell you right now last time i've been on air here in connecticut it's probably april um just because my season ninja warrior season goes from april to well march really uh through the summer and i was traveling this summer i was probably in oh i think i was in eight states in like two months i was all over the place and i'm talking like going away for a week at a time and it was really tough i had a lot of uh, issues emotionally being away from home, being away from the family that much, yeah. especially during this, you know, during the school year, my wife's a teacher here in Connecticut, uh, especially with her being a, a school teacher and me being a stay at home dad when I'm not doing any of that and any of the weather, any of the, um, of the ninja stuff. Um, it is, it's hard to go away when you're that guy or that person that stays home with the kids. Uh, so it's been tough. A lot of, uh, you know, talking with people I trust to, you know, gauge, how they handle things that are similar to what I'm going through and, you know, talking to the right people and, you know, it's, it's definitely been a roller coaster, but very thankful for all the ups and downs because it's made me stronger. So you, you mentioned before you're getting ready to turn 30, which, oh yeah, that, that's really old, but uh, not for weather, but what about in the uh, Ninja warrior side? Is there, I mean, do you, you've been on a five, five seasons, six seasons. Six do you, seasons, yeah. do you feel it every year? Like, do you feel yourself getting stronger? Do you feel yourself going, Ooh, man, there's an, there's a pain I never had before. Or is there a healing time or, or what? Thankfully, I'm still in that time of my life where the healing is still, uh, you know, up to par, up to speed. I think what's changed most for me is my motivation because to go out every season and to get nothing from it. Cause a lot of people don't know. And sure I get, all right. I say nothing uh, because you know, I'm talking purely a salary or something like that. There is no pay. You got a nice jacket. 
I mean, I see your jacket. You must have gotten that out of the deal, right? There are some perks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but honestly, you know, I, the things I get like this and, and some of the other things and obviously exposure, those are not direct, you know, pay to help with the mortgage or things like that. You know, those things have to come on the side. And it is a career. It's kind of crazy now looking looking back to see the progression over the years. You know, we have gone from what's American Ninja Warrior to, oh, I love that show. I see it all the time. I'm, I'm a huge fan. It's pretty crazy to see that and to be a part of that transition from what is that to, oh, my gosh, I love that show. And to be one of the figures that have helped change it, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people have told me Casey Catanzaro, she was one of the uh, first women. Actually, she was the first woman to ever beat the city qualifying course in her region. And then she goes on the next night because we film back to back nights. It airs on TV weeks later, but it's back to back nights. Um, and then that next night she went out there and got to like the second to last obstacle in the city finals. And to put that into, into perspective, no woman had ever beaten the qualifying course. She had beat the qualifying course plus the extended version of the course the next night, uh, in one, you know, in one go in two nights. So, you know, her really breaking through, uh, helped propel the show. And that same year, it was the year I broke an obstacle, which I, it's so crazy looking back. You know, I was on this obstacle. It's called the rumbling dice. It's this big square box and you roll the box down a track. So it's a lot of upper body and you have to, you know, this is why I love weather so much. There's so much physics and math, you know, to, to kind of figure out angles and how much momentum and, and all the other, these other things. And I'm hanging from this box. And the rule was, this is a very important rule. You're only allowed to turn the box. You can't slide it down the track. That's cheating. We want you to use your upper body. So I thought, hmm, how can I twist these words a little bit? You know, I'm very literal. Okay. So if you don't want me to do the sliding, you know, I have to turn it. Well, what if I get a big swing and that swing kind of lifts me up? And once I get my body up, I can pull down a lot easier because I'm not, you know, I'm not hanging there. If you visualize, it's kind of tricky, but think of a box, a square, and each of these uh, corners is a bar. So one, two, three, four. And what I had to do is reach up and turn the box and that would move me down the track. And so what I decided to do was I decided to swing a lot and that swing as I turned it would actually slide it. And that was okay. I had a little too much power. I'm, you know, I'm the weatherman got some, uh, I get that all the time on, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah, with of you. Course, you guys know all about it. So. You were grounded a lot when you were younger, weren't you? Yeah. I was. <laughs> that, was, that was for other reasons, I think, but either way, I had a lot of energy as you can tell. So, what ended up happening was I, I actually pulled this this obstacle off of the track, even though the track had like these two inch metal barriers that this box was rolling behind. I somehow got my swing crooked. So as I rolled it, I rolled over the track. Thank God there were safety cables on the thing because it, it weighed about 100 pounds. If that had fallen on my head, I'm getting excited. I'm smacking the microphone. If that had fallen on my head, it would have been very bad. But thankfully, ATS, the guys that designed the course and build it, very smart people. They were prepared for something like that. So it broke that, you know, that went viral. I had weather, uh, you know, junkies and meteorologists reaching out, you know, reaching out from across the country, um, just saying, oh, my gosh, have you seen this weatherman? And it was it was really cool. I actually got to actually talk with Al Roker. I got to be on the Today Show and uh, we had a little segment on Wake Up with Al. So it was fun. I tried to get him involved. He didn't really want to get involved. <laughs> I understand. He's got a good career. There's no reason to, you know, stray from that at this point. But. Um, you know, it's just been a crazy ride. So that year, season six was really the year that changed everything. And to be a part of that, it's pretty cool. 
You know, it might be fun to see Roker on the course once, just to. It would be. I don't. Yeah, know. that would be. You know, he has come a long way. You know, he he yeah. used to be um he he used to be pretty overweight. And now he's he looks great. So yeah. I think he has a daughter, and I'm sure you know her growing up kind of motivates him to get into shape too. Because you know, you, I you know I see it in my kids all the time. I want to be uh you know the best I can be for them, and uh, I'm sure he feels the same way. Um, so yeah, it's cool stuff. Well, good. We'll say, hey, we're quick on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Um, go ahead, and uh, we want everybody to get a chance. Refill your drink. Uh, when we come back, we'll be uh, back with Joe. We'll talk a little bit more about how you find a way to make an income when they don't pay you and you're freelancing, right? We'll be right back. ElicityDesigns.com is the leader in weather-themed clothing and accessories for the Stormfront Freak and you. Besides a creative line of weather-themed t-shirts, footwear, bags, and more, they also carry an exclusive line of Stormfront Freak's podcast gear and drinkware. Get a 5% discount on your entire order when you use the code SFF for Stormfront Freaks at checkout. That code again is SFF. Find it all at HelicityDesigns.com. All right, so we're back here with uh, Joe Morosky, uh, and we were talking a little bit, Joe, about money and income, and you know, we're asking you, like, where do you spend most of your time? Is it weather? Is it uh, Ninja Warrior work? And you said it was really, what did you say, 45 family, 45 Ninja Warrior, 10 weather as of right now. Yeah. But So, so here's my question, because uh, my understanding is NBC – doesn't allow and i would assume the usa network too because you've done some shows there too but they don't allow sponsorship and my understanding is there's no prize money unless you complete stage four in the finals is that right so that has been essentially the rules over the years this past season was the first season that that had changed actually so what part changed so to win the million dollars you have to beat the entire course no falling Okay. Uh, now, if you fall in the city finals, but you make it to Vegas, that's okay. But I'm talking if you fall in Vegas, you're out. To win a million, it. you cannot fall. You cannot lose in Vegas. <laughs> it sounds impossible, doesn't it? In Vegas, how you're not going to lose. So, um, But either way, this year was the first year they decided to give a consolation prize of $100,000 to the last ninja standing. So, Which really upset okay. me about that. Uh, because because you did it previous I've to that, done it right? twice yeah. previously and I've gotten nothing from it. So I, I get it. I'm, I'm very happy. It's there. I'm not complaining. It's just, Oh man, it would have been nice. <laughs> it's four I'm sure they now. gave you a shirt. I mean, didn't you get a shirt that says I was the last ninja standing? <laughs> wow. They um, should. That'd be nice. Right? No, no. So, no so, so then here's my question. So you kind of, again, you, you pointed out the fact that unless you win everything, right, you're out of the money. So, so why, so why do you keep doing it? How, how can you keep I mean, doing it? Well, yeah, if you look at just, um, you know, the money, of course, you can't really sustain a family, a house, you know, cars and all that stuff uh, just on the show. There are some prizes, you know, if you go top three or top five, I think it is actually um, in the in the city rounds, um, you can actually win a few thousand bucks here and there. It's not, you know, tens of thousands, but it can be if you do really well. And what I mean by that is they also added something new this year. It was called the Mega Wall. It was an 18 foot 
warped wall. So the wall, it's not straight up. It's curved, uh, you know, it has this gradual incline. It goes, it goes completely vertical and then it cuts back just a little bit, you know, not too dangerously. So you're like really risking injury, <laughs> but excuse me. So they added that if you get to the top of that one try, only one try, you get $10,000. So I think Whoa. the most amount of money you can make from a city qualifying and finals course, a regional course is like $18,000, which is great. But that's if everything goes right. You get first place both nights mm -hmm. and you get the mega wall. Um, I, you know, I ended up getting only a few thousand this year from the show. I think it was uh, like $7,000, which is good. You know, you get it. That's all right. You get a, a check in the mail and you're like, all right, you know, that's for, for how long are you out there? How long are you out there for? Four days. So seven grand in okay. four days. But, okay. you know, it's not even, it's not about me. Like, I, I love being able to make money on the show, of course, but there are so many ninjas out there that deserve money. You know, right. for all the time that they put into this. And I feel bad for people like that, where I come in and kind of take that from them. I, you know, I, I've always said it should be not about how fast you go or place you get in. There could be incentives, of course, for that. You know, let's say you get top three, you maybe make an extra f few thousand bucks. But I think it should be if this is a game show like they want it to be right, because they pay like a game show. It's not a reality show. We're not getting paid reality star money, um, you know, Jersey Shore or something ridiculous or um, you know, crazy amounts of money. We're, we're getting game show amounts of money here. So why don't we make it a game show? Let's, let's say if you beat a city qualifying round, if you just beat it, you get four grand. I don't know. Cause we're trying to make this for, uh, you make, make a living for everyone that is serious about it. I don't, you know, the people that come out for the first time, they mess up, they don't deserve it as much as somebody like a Ryan Stratus or, uh, Brent Stephenson or any of these guys that have been doing this a very long time. You know, David Campbell, uh, the Godfather, they call him, because he's been doing it since season one. Um, <laughs> you know, they those are the people that don't really get top three anymore. Some do. Um, but the point is, they have dedicated their life to this. They should be able to make a living or at least some money. They don't need to be top five to do that. There should be some sort of tiered payout. You beat city qualifiers, you get a few thousand. You beat the finals, which to put it in perspective, maybe three people ever beat the city finals course so that should be a good amount of money if you beat a stage uh, city finals course maybe 10 grand you know and that's i think do, that's do you fair. see this coming do you see that coming is that coming I, down I, the pipe I, or not I think, what do I you think, think so we just have to remember as as ninjas as the, the talent i guess you know matt matt Knockbar and christine Leahy, they're the, the main talent of the show but you know i guess they would be considered the talent we would be considered the stars of the show um but either way i want it to to change, you know, I, I just feel like, and not even for me, because I'm making a living off of it. I want it to be for everybody else that doesn't have the opportunity that I do. Uh, you know, I've been very fortunate, lucky, blessed, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just trying to make the people that are struggling, uh, you know, out there to make ends meet, you know, they run their own gym or they, they're, they're trying to open a gym because they love this so much, you know, there should be some sort of payout for them. So that's, that's kind of what I've been hoping for. And I think it's coming. I do. I just think we need to, uh, work together to, you know, let the show know that that's what we want. Are you allowed to have your own gym or train other people on how to do this? Yeah. Um, I think the only real restrictions there are, <clears throat> are the, the word usage. You know, I can't use uh, Ninja Warrior training grounds as the gym title, okay. you know, something like that. Now I think technically I can't even call 
the obstacles by their name. Cause I'm pretty sure those are trademarked from Japan because this show originally aired, not the American Ninja Warrior version, but in, the in show Japan, Ninja right? Warrior yeah. was a Japanese show. Yeah. By Tokyo Broadcasting Systems or TBS, whatever that is. Um, and so they own everything, you know, NBC licenses that. And so, um, but you have a gym, you have a gym, right? I actually don't. I don't. Oh, have you don't. No, but do you I train? So but you train. Oh, I'm at so many different gyms. I'm going to be right. San Antonio in two weeks. I'm going to be in Cleveland the week after that. I'm going to be in uh, Long Island. So you getting appearance that. fees for that? I am. Yeah, I have an okay. agent right now. That's what cool. it is. Um, and it's been great. Yeah, I, my agent and I, Kevin, we hooked up this, I guess, this spring, this past spring. And uh, we kind of tested the waters at first because I had an agent before him uh, through IMG, which is a pretty big agency. But I noticed that the bigger agencies, you know, and I've heard this tossed around and I, I believed it, but I didn't want to believe it because it just sounds cooler to have the big guys represent you. Um, <clears throat> but people always told me, eh, you know what? You don't really want to go with the big guys unless you're a Tiger Woods or you know Michael Jordan or somebody because they care about you. And I'm not saying IMG didn't care about me, but I was definitely a small fish in a, in a very big pond. So You need, you need Jerry Maguire. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I, I'm working with Kevin out of uh, Ninja Coalition now, and he actually started the business for us, for the ninjas. So myself and a few others uh, work with him, and it's been great. We were just down in California doing some fire relief for the uh, Redding Fire, which was in Northern California, and also the Paradise Fires. We were just kind of trying to give back a little bit. Um, so we had a course built and we were inviting all the, the victims and, or the families of the victims and everything and victims, you know, the people that lost their property and houses and cars, we let them come for free and just play and get to meet us. And some were big fans of the show and some just wanted to come and play. Cool. Do you, have you, have you ever had the urge to throw on, uh, a nice black ninja outfit and hood and do the weather? Um, I've had so many ideas. Looking like man. a ninja. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if I want to give away all the ideas I have. Because oh, I there's got to be some. Well, who else is going to use them? Who hey, else you is going to? There might be an up and coming weatherman just graduating. He's like, oh, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be a ninja becomes, warrior. It becomes his move. That's uh, right. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. Okay. I've always wanted to backflip uh, backflip live on TV. And giving the weather, not just talking like. Like into the chroma, chroma green. Uh... Right, the chroma key. Um, I don't know how i would in incorporate it that's the problem you know i wanted to develop a system you know something because weather is weather you know if you're not a nerd like myself you just want to know what the seven days looking like and then that's it you know what i mean for the weather uh, the weather weenies that are out there they care more about you know the why um so i figured why not make it a little more entertaining maybe on uh, a severe weather day Although I can see how this wouldn't work because of, oh, well, he's not taking his job seriously. Yeah, so that's why really. I did it. But I thought about what if I can incorporate something like it's going to be a one flip day where what's the one flip mean? And so I, you know, I generate some sort of key. Mm. It never, it never came to fruition because I, I realized really quickly, like I just said, I don't want people thinking I'm a joke out there. Right. You know, I'm serious. I'm, you know, I'm a scientist coming out, giving the weather uh, story to people. So, um, that was the only issue. I'll, I'll figure it out. Have, Do it on daylight, you, daylight savings time. You spring forward. Yeah, right? <clears throat> daylight daylight saving time. Listen, I'm drinking. Everything has an F. <laughs> Listen, Joes. <laughs> it's the only thing that bothers me because I found out so incredibly late, not as late as you, unless you just forgot. I'm sure. We're just going to say that. Um, but either way, I found out like three years ago that I've been saying it wrong all these years. Daylight saving time. 
and it just bothers me so much. So I just try to correct people. Sorry. That's okay. I had English teachers calling all the time. It's it's short lived, not short lived. And I was like, Wait, what? Fine. They were like, that 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 really? that, that weather event is short lived. And I was like, Okay, you can't say short lived. Fine. You know. So I hope those, you're kidding because this is something I did not know. I, I well, I don't know the. Teachers retired, so maybe that's why they're retired. According to Miss Thompson, eighth grade. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very picky uh, over the last few years, especially about how I try to say things. I think just yeah. because being on air, you do become more conscious of the things you are saying. Um, so my wife, it's funny, I'll tease her all the time. She'll say, I don't know if it's a Northeast thing, because I just asked some people on California when I was out there, excuse me, if uh, they say this or if they heard this and they've never even heard it before. If you say, look at this or look at it here in the Northeast, for whatever reason, we'll say, we'll shorten it and say, look it, look it, mm. like, look it, look mm -hmm. it, come over here. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if I said this, but when I was out in Redding, uh, there's a town just north of Sacramento, about an hour, uh, called Chico, which is right next to Paradise, uh, the city that burned uh, from these fires. And Chico, I was out there on the NBC affiliate and I did the weather um, as well as an interview with their... Uh, you know, with their talent, the anchors there. That was fun. They uh, pay but, you for that? No, they didn't pay me for that. Okay. But, you know, they, I didn't even ask for it. You know, I'm out it's there. Publicity. For, yeah. Yeah. Not only that, but I'm out there for these people trying to, you know, bring some joy and, and distraction. So, I guess, so being a freelance, so you're not, you're not tied down to any particular station. I am not. Um, Have you, have you, because of the publicity, have you gotten any other requests for doing some work? Yeah, Elsewhere? I've, had, I've had a few offers at Fox, um, and there's there was a local station here. Um, they have a good amount of views though, because they're they're not like the station I'm at now, where it's very isolated to uh, you know my station I'm at right now is a cable station. Okay. So they kind of fill in because the market here in Connecticut is very strange. The Fairfield County, which is the southwesternmost uh, county, it's right next to New York City. So New York City technically has that part of their DMA. Um, so. Connecticut markets don't generally pay as much attention to Fairfield County. So that's where News 12 came along. So we have tens of thousands of viewers, but it's not like NBC or Fox or any or WTNH, which is the other one that was kind of interested in me. But I, I told them straight up, you know, I would love to, but I'm 29 years old. And my mm. goals right now are to not be a full-time weatherman. I'm not going to be as successful on American Ninja Warrior, guaranteed. It would be like having a whole other child. Because that's how much time would be involved in that in that job. You guys know, so you just got to find the right spot. <clears throat> I remember uh, Fox Philly offered me a two day gig um, for pretty decent money, but it wasn't enough to sustain a family for me. But they're like, "Hey, you could spend the other five days doing whatever you want." And I was just I'm like, "Oh man, I got a tempting. wife and child." And yeah, it was very tempting. You know, had they had Ninja City. Warrior back then, you probably well, would have yeah. done that for the other five. Oh right? yeah, you would have. Man. You would have. You, no, I'm, you, I'm I'm being serious because are, are you seeing this body? Are you seeing? <laughs> no, well, this would have been back then. Right? Well, hey, I'm so that, that's a good point, and that's maybe what yeah. I want to finish on, Joe, with you. Is you know, let's talk five years from now. What what's your what are you thinking? I mean, which is hard because I would guess ten years ago <laughs> you wouldn't have been thinking, well, Ninja Warrior, and yeah, you know, so I'm sure that's hard. But what do you think? Five years from now, what are you thinking? Where you're at? Well, I do have something in the works right now that I have not released publicly. Um, but well, hey, no better Drum place roll, than please. Stormfront Freaks podcast, right? Right, right. Um, I don't, 
I can't say too much about it, but let's just say there's a, a TV show hosting opportunity for me. And so okay. we're, we're going to see where that goes. Um, I have, we, we, you know, myself and the team have really good connections to um, some pretty amazing people that work on TV that you would know if I, if I said their name. So I can't say. Um, your, your wife will kill you if it's The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Oh, actually, you know what's funny about that? No, it's not. The <laughs> oh no! <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I the the first Bachelor that came out. Um, man, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name right now. I can see her face. I wonder. Uh, I was gonna look at my phone, but I'll I'll figure it out later. Either way, she she's a big fan of the show, and her husband, who was the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, actually, uh, he was the guy that married the Bachelorette. He actually was on the show this year in Minneapolis where I was taping and I, I met her. She's a good friend of Megan Martin's. I can't believe I'm blanking her name. It's going to drive me crazy. Hang on. Let's see if I can type in. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to do bachelor. It's just Trista. in context. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so glad I save little comments next to people's names in here. Uh, Trista Sutter, Trista Sutter. Okay. She was the first bachelorette. Um, so she's a big fan of Ninja warrior. Um, and I had no idea. So super cool, super cool family. I have two kids, but either way, that's the only bachelor connection I have. <laughs> that's for sure. okay i'm not so, getting involved sorry i'm already taken no that's all right sorry, so okay I'm sorry so, gentlemen let, let's fast forward let's fast forward 10 years from now mm. 10 years you're, you're getting you're starting to show a little gray you're uh you know you're like maz you're not recovering as quickly as you'd like to what the heck uh you're just getting I'm, picked on today i know i'm just saying yeah brady's not here that's why so <laughs> exactly. so 10 years where, where are you thinking 10 years oh man you know it really depends on how these next few years go. I, I wish I can say, I could tell you plans that I have. Uh, one of them, obviously, being hosting a you know a host of a show that'd be great. Yep. Uh, winning the million dollar prize on American Ninja Warrior if I do it this year, that could change a lot of things too. You know, I would love to invest. I would love to. Um, I would love if all all else fails. I don't want to make it look like a backup. I'm talking if all else fails, meteorology included. I would love to be a teacher. Uh, I always wanted to go back to high school and, and be a, a sport, you know, coach, basketball, baseball, especially. Bravo. Uh, I actually, my high school had asked me for soccer, baseball, and basketball to come back and coach for them. Um, and I would have loved to, um, but at the time it just wasn't going to work. And now, especially, it's just too hard with my travel schedule. I would have to commit many months to that. And, you know, it's just not worth it at this point in time, but I would love to. Uh, so that's like an ultimate fallback plan, go back to school and, and get my degree um, or get what I need to teaching certification wise to be in that field. Um, Could you teach? It would, it would be cool. Win that million platform. dollars and you might be able to afford to do it. That would be, yeah. <laughs> right? Then you could be a teacher, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, let, let's do this. How, how can, uh, Joe, how can our listeners follow you or find you um, and track you, whether it's now or even five years from now the easiest thing to do is just type in joe american ninja warrior in google or in any social you know any search bar um that's the easiest way to do it because my last name gets a little tricky but you could go to joemorowski.com m-o-r-a-v as in victor s-k-y.com and uh all my social media links are or they're linked in there that's the easiest way to do it or 2019 bachelorette right yep <laughs> 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 or season 11 winner of American Ninja Warrior. That works too. That, that'll work too. Well, good. Okay. Well, hey, that's the sound. It is time go. for our lightning round. And Joe, this is our uh, game show of flashy questions for our guest. And, and we always invite all of our listeners uh, to go, go ahead and play along with us. But here's what we're going to do. In honor of episode 69, uh, we're going we're gonna to play a game. Oh, boy. 
Lord. No. <laughs> we're we're going to play a game, and it's called uh, Toy or Obstacle. Toy or Obstacle. And, and so what this is, Joe, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down and give you some names. And, and you got to tell me if this is either a Ninja Warrior Obstacle or if it's an adult toy. Okay. It, <laughs> now, uh, if, if you'd go back a few episodes, we had Rick Reichmuth on the show from Fox News. And uh, we played, what did we play? Uh, Burger... Burger positions, uh, burger, and, and it was either yes, it a was. famous a famous name of a famous hamburger somewhere in the United States, or it was a position from the Kama Sutra. Joe, Joe, and it's we, not normally like this. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have a lot of kids following yeah, this, uh, yeah, following yeah. my social media. I don't know if I can post this. Yeah, so well, so so that that's 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 what that's what we're gonna call it, right? That's Is so okay. it's either it's right. toy or obstacle. It's all you need to say is toy or obstacle. Okay. Probably all right, so show. so we're we're gonna we're gonna start with the first one. Uh, this is either an obstacle or it's a toy. It's called the spin cycle. Uh, <laughs> now, should I answer first, or should we have these guys answer? No, first? you you have to answer. This is uh, this is all about you. You're, you're the player. Now, this I will I will you. do this if if you need to uh, phone a friend. I, I certainly let you pick the uh, freaks. They can help you out. I, I don't think they're going to help you out much. Though, I don't to be think honest so with. either. You know, so, if I fail this, then there's a problem. But spin cycle definitely an obstacle. I know exactly that. That is correct. That is an obstacle. Let's try another one. We're gonna we're gonna call this one the double twister. Is that a toy or an obstacle? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, wow, thinking about it as a toy makes it really funny. But anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure it is a toy. Now you know. Here's the truth. It might be a toy, uh, but it is a Ninja Warrior obstacle. The double from, twister. From, from which season? I'm curious. I don't know if I've heard. Uh, of I'd have to. I'd have to pull it up. I pulled this from all the seasons, and they listed this. This could be either one of the regionals, uh, or finals. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back to you on that. That's one. all right. You, you can do that. You can. You can call it. You can call it if you want. All right. The next one. Uh, it's called the Little Rooster. Oh. Is God. that oh. is that a toy or an obstacle? I got. <laughs> I'm going on. I'm going unknown. Yeah, we're gonna say we're gonna say toy on that one. That is correct. Uh, that is a toy. Yeah, you're right. Look at that. It was actually an obstacle I did this season, but I didn't know the name. And you didn't remember it. Oh, oh my god! That. All right. All right. So okay. Maz, yeah, just let it go. Here's the here's the next one. Uh, we're gonna call it the pipe fitter. Is that a toy or an obstacle? Oh, <laughs> the oh, pipe man. fitter. Please. That stop. one is actually an obstacle. That is correct. It is an obstacle. Ah, you thought you were going to get me on that. All right, here we go. Uh, next one, we're calling it uh, California Dreaming. California Dreaming. <laughs> Toy or an obstacle? That's uh, interesting. <laughs> yes, it is. I don't think they've ever named an obstacle after a region, so I'm going to have to say toy. That's correct. Oh, California no, Dreaming is a toy. I don't think I ever want to look that up either. So I'm just All right, here we go. The rabbit. The rabbit, is that a toy or an obstacle? Oh, my gosh, that's a toy. <laughs> that's a toy. <laughs> that is a toy. All right, we got uh, the battering ram. Oh, <laughs> is that a oh toy God. or an obstacle? Gosh, that is so incredibly awesome. Joe, because, I'm so sorry. Because it's an obstacle. That's it why is I'm... an obstacle. Oh, Believe it or not, the battering ram is an obstacle. Probably... Oh, it's so good. <laughs> okay, here we go. The crescendo. The crescendo. <laughs> toy or obstacle? That sounds dirty. I'm going to go toy. That is a toy. 
How many Very more? good. Uh, here we go. The <laughs> the pole grasper. <laughs> the pole God. grasper. You know, the more we get into this game, the more I realize how they should probably change the names of these obstacles. Uh, yes. Wait, that is wait. an obstacle. That is an obstacle. Is the pole this grasper. The ladies are not on the show tonight. I don't know. I, oh it just kind of it works out that way. Uh oh. All right, we uh we got a couple more here. We're gonna call it the uh, snake crossing. <laughs> snake crossing. <laughs> This is good. I love this. It's an obstacle. That is an obstacle. All right. uh, The fin. The fin. Toy or obstacle? I can't even judge by the names anymore because they all sound bad. It's an obstacle. No, no, no. It's a toy. It's a toy. That is correct. You got it right there at the end. It is a toy. Uh, Let's, let's, uh, we've got two more. We'll finish up with two more. Uh, Paddle boards. Paddle boards. Toy or obstacle? I'm just making sure that it's not a variation of that. I'm pretty sure it's an obstacle. It is an obstacle. It might be a toy, too, for all we know. That could be possible. All right. The last one, Maz, this is for you. Oh, no. Uh, no. The emoji baiter. The emoji baiter. (laughs) Toy or obstacle? Toy. That is a toy. Yes. Yeah, that, you know, truthfully, that sounds nothing like an obstacle. No, not at all. But, but when I read it, I thought it was so funny that, that we had to share that. So, all right, Joe, great job. Thanks for playing along. You, you rocked that one. I think, I think you only had one wrong on that whole thing. Yeah, That was very good. All right, so here is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go ahead and take our final break. Stay oh, right thank here. God. Yeah, we are. So, uh, we're gonna share some great WX resources. And we have some funny weather memes you can use when we come back. So uh, see you soon. Let's take a drive under the Hey, it's Ginger Z from ABC Let's News, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon tonight. Let's take a drive under the moon. Do you have a product or service that needs to get in front of thousands of weather fans? If so, you can partner with Stormfront Freaks podcast and be heard and seen over multiple platforms. To get more information, go to stormfrontfreaks.com and click on our partners or send an email to phil at stormfrontfreaks.com. Let's catch up our lives In the hours till day Let's take a drive under the moon Alright, alright Welcome back Well, I think welcome back But anyway, so welcome they back all left. Now, They've all left by now <laughs> WX Resources is coming up next That's a place you can find some pretty cool websites uh, with some of the latest technology, just some new tech things that are out there. Um, I love to hear about them because I always check out those sites afterwards anyway. So, Phil, you're going to kick us off for tonight. What do you got? Uh, I am going to kick us off. So I, I had uh, part of my Christmas presents uh, or one of my Christmas presents this year. I, I got an Apple Watch, oh, which nice. which th- so this is the third smartwatch I've had, I think, in f- three or four years. Um, I went from a uh, I had a Pebble, which I really like the Pebble, 
Uh, it was simple and it was great and it worked. And then I switched to um, uh, Fitbit came out with, mm -hmm. because Fitbit bought Pebble. And so they came out with an Ionic uh, smartwatch and it was supposed to be like, you know, the next generation Pebble and have all the Fitbit stuff. And it, it didn't work. It was a pain in the butt. I really didn't like it at all. And so I, so this year I got an Apple Watch, and I was hesitant about even wanting to get one of those because of the battery uh, life of of them not mm -hmm. being more than a day. And the Fitbit and the Pebble, they were all like five, four or five days. The the battery would last, but uh, I got one anyways. And and I mentioned this when I had the Fitbit Fitbit Ionic because dark sky weather. Um, has an app for a lot of smartwatches. It might be called Rain, R-A-I-N, uh, in, in some of your, what would you call them, app stores. stores. Uh, but Dark Sky Weather, uh, what I love about their, their not only their phone apps, but also their, in this case, a watch app, is it, tr it, it will tell you approximately over the next hour, like you can see one of the screens I'm showing you, uh, watch screens, it shows you the next hour, kind of shows you a graph of the rain level or when it's going to start raining or when it might end raining or when it's heavier and lighter. Um, and I love, and they've been really good. I mean, it's it's been extremely accurate. I've been very impressed with it, uh, as well as showing the next 24 hours. It shows you two-hour increments. And then you can actually have a watch face that has an analog watch uh, on it with the hour hand, the minute hand, and it will tell you in the next hour, it will show you where the rain is going to be heaviest uh, or lightest and, and just on your watch face uh, based on the hour, which is kind of cool as well. So any of you with a smart watch, look either for dark sky or it's called rain in a lot of cases. So, so before you go, that last screen is where it says 90%. Yes. Does that mean it's a 90% chance between four and six or four and yes. five, 25? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that not, that's my understanding. I haven't, I haven't okay. gotten the, I haven't used that watch face. I, I know it's available. I haven't used it yet. Uh, Cause I just obviously got this a couple days ago. I haven't played with it. Uh, yeah. That's with a cool enough, spin on that. I like that. Yeah. It is. It's kind of a neat way to, nice. to show that. So, so where did you find it? You found it at. Uh, so this is uh, So on my Apple watch, uh, this is just one of the apps in the Apple Store, uh, Dark Sky Weather. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. All right, MJ, you going to beat that one? No, no, probably not, but I'm going to. <laughs> if he's honest. I'm gonna, yeah, you know, but I'm going to give it a shot. Um, actually, it's this kind of a repeat. Um, uh, I, I think we've maybe talked about this before, and I know, Maz, a couple of episodes ago, you talked about yeah. the Weather Underground app. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to plug their website and I'm going to plug it because, uh, those of you who are watching, uh, see it, uh, those of you who aren't, uh, the weather underground, which is wunderground.com uh, for the website, you can pick a location and then you get a little map, you get current conditions. And, and, and this is where people who have weather stations, like those, you know, from Accurite, our friends at Accurite, you have an Accurite weather station, you can mm -hmm. connect it to the weather underground. And, you'll get a little map of the whole area. And in this case, what you see is my area uh, and, and you'll see temperatures around. And if I open that, oops, that's not where I do it. But if I do it here, if I open it up a little bit, you can see there's all kinds of stations all over the place. And as I get mm -hmm. closer to the Twin Cities metropolitan area, there's even more of them. Um, and, and what I used it for today was we had this storm, right? Uh, in the Midwest, the snowstorm. Uh, but there was a rain snow line 
And of course I had, you know, a, a son traveling to work over in the Alexandria area and some other things. And I was kind of interested in keeping track of where is that uh, rain snow line. And when you take all of these personal weather stations together and you look at them, you get a really real time accurate look at what the temperature is and, and they will overlay it on their map. They'll overlay the, the radar um, and you get a really good opportunity to see exactly where those kinds of conditions are and how they're different. So I thought that was a pretty cool thing. And I thought I would uh, give them a little plug for that because I, uh, I found that very useful today. Yeah, they do a great job there at the Weather Underground. They do. Yep. It's very cool. So I'm sure Dina likes it, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Job security. All right. So you can find out those and even past episodes, but at least this one in uh, our WX resources on episode 69 show notes on Stormfront Freaks. What are you laughing at? Stormfrontfreaks.com. What? I'm smiling. I'm not laughing. I, I, I'm smiling. I love smiling. It's my favorite. Make work your favorite. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. All right. We also got, uh, we wanted to share with you guys uh, one of our segments, funny weather memes. One of the great things, if you happen to be a weather geek like us, uh, it's always great to have some weather memes uh, saved in your phone or whatever so that anytime you're on social media or texting somebody, you can pull out one of your funny weather memes uh, that might be relatable to the situation you're in. But we're going to share with you some options of uh, funny weather memes. And uh, MJ, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. Okay, um, I, I have a, I have a couple of them, and in fact, it's a whole it's a whole set of them, and we'll put this up on the on the show notes from the worldwide interweb.com funniest winter memes of all time gallery, and there's a whole bunch of them there. But there were a couple of them that that's struck home, and I'll just describe them quick. Um, what, one of them was a, a split picture, and it was a split of a bunch of people in weather hat, hats and parkas and all this kind of thing. And, this, and the bottom half was a, a family having a picnic. And the top one said 50 degrees in San Diego, and the bottom one said 50 degrees in Wisconsin. But you could probably insert Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, anywhere. Um, and I thought that was pretty funny <laughs> considering the way that is kind of how people people feel. I've been down to, you know... Um, I, in fact, I was in San Diego one time when it was about 60 degrees out, and I was amazed at the people walking around with hats and mittens and, you know, things like that on. Uh, it's all perspective. It's all perspective, yep. And then there's another one is a car that is completely covered in ice, and there's ice all around on the streets and, and everything around it, uh, and the windshield wipers are up, and it says, good thing I put my wipers up. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I've seen that one before. That's cool. Uh, I see a lot of people that try doing that. Uh, in fact, I've been known to do that on occasion as well, and I don't think I'll do that anymore. Thanks, MJ, <laughs> for that. So, okay, so I've got one to share with you guys as well. Uh, uh, looking up uh, funny weather memes, and this maybe isn't winter related, uh, but uh, it, it does have to do if you happen to be a storm chaser, whether you're a winter storm chaser or all year round. But this is an image of an individual, looks like a nerd, looks like a geek. <laughs> Uh, Thanks. And he's, that was me. I know. On the I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was working on setting it up, so I apologize for that. But yeah, so if you're watching while I was saying nerd and geek, it was a picture of MJ. Uh, but anyway, the actual meme it says uh, it's got this uh, geek. Uh, he's got his glasses. He's got his little pencil mustache yeah. and and then his uh polo shirt is buttoned all the way up to the top it's got to be from a movie i just don't recognize it but it says i saw a storm once from my backyard and then the bottom said so i guess you can say i am a storm chaser now there you go right. 
<laughs> so there you go. So uh, anytime you happen to see a picture of somebody maybe showing uh, clouds in the sky, you can say you can show that meme and say, oh, they're a storm chaser now. So, all right, so you can find those uh, in, in any of our other stuff, any of those uh, links. Uh, again, we'll be at our website, stormfrontfreaks.com. Uh, if you look at the uh, episode 69, look under the show notes, or a lot of times, gang, you can see this stuff on your phone. If you're listening to us on your phone, uh, you can a lot of times just pull the show notes or, or we'll be right there associated with um, uh, the episode and all the links. You can click on the links and it'll pull up right on your phone. It's kind of cool. So, all right, uh, with that, we're going to turn it over to MJ for uh, any of our listener comments, feedback. Yeah, we had a lot of comments uh, this past uh, week or a couple of weeks. We're, we're probably yeah. going to get more after this episode, I, I might think. <laughs> we will, and some of them might be questionable. Um, we, but we want to want to shout out to a couple of the folks who checked in with us. South Dakota Chick, uh, who is goes by at Sioux Falls Chick, says, love this show. So thank you for that. Uh, S uh, at JClick65 uh, says, number 68 was great. Uh, love that Jacqueline Whittle. And if you ain't never tried a Caesar, you need to try one. So yeah, the Canadian that. Caesar. Yes, exactly. Didn't she yeah. say that was like a, a Bloody Mary or something like I thought that? That's kind of? what she said. It was close oh. to. But yeah, we'll have to check on that. Uh, might might be worth a try. Uh, at Storm Chaser Ray Ray Leichner says, "I swear, every time I need a good laugh lately, this is my go-to." Do you so know what? He, do you know what that was uh, in connection to Mass? Which one? The comment just now? The comment the he just said now, yes. his go-to for a good laugh, go is always the episode uh, with Rick Reichmuth and our uh, lightning round, lightning, burger position yes, lightning bro, round. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at we're, nice. we're, we're bringing joy to so many people's oh, lives. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm sweating still from that. So. <laughs> uh, at Di at uh, Dynamo Hum, uh, Tom Kane says, you guys should try to get, he gives us a suggestion, you guys should try to get Cleveland's greatest weatherman. Uh, Dick Goddard. So, if, uh, Dick, oh, and that, yeah, and also in relation to that, that's a good plug, MJ, for our theme for next yes. year is uh, going to be uh, coast to coast with your favorite local TV meteorologist. Oh, cool. Um, so, what we're going to try and do next year, and we, we're already booked through almost through May at this point, but like every other show, we've got local. Uh, area meteorologists from different parts of the country as well as uh, Puerto Rico and Canada uh, that we're going to be having on to just kind of get some different weather feedback from different parts of, of really North America is what it's going to be. But um, So that'll be cool. Yeah, we're looking forward to that, and that might be a good one to add. Yeah, we'll have to take a look at that. So thank you, Tom, for that suggestion. Awesome. Bill, Bill O'Rourke says, hi, all, Merry Christmas, and I'll say hi, all, Happy New Year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, for this one. And then finally, at uh, Parker K. Owens, says, you guys did an awesome job this year. Great guests and definitely got a laugh every show. Can't wait for what's coming up next year. Me too. We probably have a little information coming up for you, Parker, here in a moment. Uh, yes, we will. I'm, I'm trying to see if I'm necessarily, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying a whole lot about next year. We are going to be having some big announcements, which, which I'll cover, but, um, unless you guys, you guys have anything else to, uh, to throw in? No, good. All right. So I, I think that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, thanks for listening and watching before I reveal our next guests and that's plural guests. Uh, if you enjoy our show, do us a favor. Leave us a great review on your podcast app. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to the show by hitting your podcast app subscribe button. It works just like a magazine or newspaper subscription, except it's free. 
Uh, all you got to do is, is uh, hit subscribe, and it assures you get the latest episode in your podcast inbox the minute it gets released. So it'll show up right away for you. Uh, I do want to do a special shout-out and special thanks uh, to our guest, Joe Morofsky, who put up uh, with a lot of, um, a lot of us. <laughs> tonight uh so joe joe thanks for joining us because he was a lot of fun there i almost hit the uh, wrong answer button again uh and if you're if you're listening to the edited show you have no idea what i'm talking about yeah. so nope. we'll keep going uh, our next episode is going to be in two weeks we'll be recording guys season 4.0 wow. can you believe that wow. uh season 4.0 it'll be on january 10th with owner Nathan Moore and Vice President Carrie Meltzer of the Storm Video Brokers SVL Media. Oh, cool. Um, they're going to be with oh, us. Yeah. So uh, if you'd like to watch the recording live, you can do so at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. Just check us out on uh, our YouTube channel by searching Stormfront Freaks uh, on YouTube. You can find us there. Also, keep an eye on our Twitter and other social media accounts uh, for our top 10 countdown of the biggest shows in 2018. We'll be uh, on New Year's Eve. We'll be uh, doing those, and, and they'll be on there if you check us out afterwards too. But you can see the top 10 shows we had in 2018. We had some great ones, and we've got some big announcements for 2019 that will be coming as well. So make sure uh, search us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Search Stormfront Freaks, and you can find us there. Uh, a little more active on Twitter if you want to get more information. So that'll be coming soon. But uh, for MJ, for Maz, myself, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear. We'll, we'll catch you guys in 2019. Good night, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Watch our shows on YouTube and Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out our live interactive Storm Chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search for Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.